and welcome to episode two of date night in podcast with ariel and jordy we hope you guys enjoyed the last episode which was our first episode yep um we had really what was i trying to say we had a lot of good feedback from a lot of decent feedback a lot of encouragement to yes. keep going which we appreciate which is which makes us more excited i think right i know we don't sound like it because we're tired but we work <laughs> Today? Yeah. You're tired? Oh, me too. Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a hard week. It's been a tough week. I feel like all we do is just... Work. <laughs> and sleep. Yeah, it's just how it is during the week. But you know what? It's weekend's almost here, and by the time everybody listens to this, it'll be... A new week. A weekend. It'll be Sunday. So hopefully, anybody that's listening is relaxing and chilling and... Enjoying themselves. Um, in a good way, not in a dirty way. Who was thinking? You. Where is your brain going? Because I was. Who says that? Who says enjoying themselves? A lot of people say that. Oh, well. Either I'm just old, or you're. You've never heard that. You could just say like, having a great time. Yeah, enjoying your. You enjoy time with yourself. Um. Okay. However, people choose to enjoy their time with themselves. I don't know. Disclose that on your own. But mm-hmm. what? <laughs> What's wrong with the cold? It's okay. <laughs> we can enjoy ourselves. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah. I know I enjoy myself. I enjoy my own company too. <laughs> it's fun sometimes. You look so uncomfortable in this conversation. I'm not. I can <laughs> talk about anything and everything. <laughs> Well, when you're a nurse, you've seen everything and you've heard everything. Yeah. I'm not in the medical field. I wanted to when I was a child, but... But then you saw the side of blood and you, you just said, nope. Yeah, I saw a woman's stomach get opened up, so not happening. I don't know why that was your first introduction to the medical world. Because of my family. Why did you even see that? Because my cousin was being born. Oh, right. Yeah. And you were the first one in... You were in the audience. Essentially, it was... It's such a... The story itself doesn't make any sense to me to this day as to why that was allowed to be seen. You're in, the, you're in so. hospitals or were at hospitals, so explain why would that be allowed. Why would why were you allowed to see? Yeah. I don't know. Were you... Like, the dad wasn't there? Well, there, he's not present. Wasn't present? Wasn't present. He wasn't present? No. That's... And you were the only one there? At the time, yeah. So maybe they thought you were the dad. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm the dad at like 10 years old. Oh. I don't know. That must have been... They, you shouldn't have been allowed to see that. I don't know. It was like a, it was through a glass. Huh? Yeah. What kind of hospital is this? The York Memorial Hospital. It's shut down now. Shut down like in 2000, 2011 like, it shut down. He was giving Gary's Anatomy. Yeah. At, for a C-section? Yeah. That's a little too graphic too, and to that, the public. And that's why I don't want to be a surgeon no more. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why? Yeah. That's what steered you off? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like seeing an abdominal that's been pushed out by a child. Like, that's... Oh. Okay. That's wild. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I've never seen a C-section. I used to show my friends birthing videos mm. in high school. How do you just watch that and still eat your food when afterwards? When we were, like... When I was in high school, we had um, this thing, like, the lunch area was called, like, the core. Mm-hmm. And um, every lunchtime, everybody would gather there. 
and I just show picture, show videos of birthing videos while they're friends. eating. I don't know. That's disrespectful. <laughs> no, that's it's funny. It's funny to you. What if they hurl in the back of their minds? None of them did. Well, they got stronger stomachs than me. At least. <laughs> yeah, there's birthing videos on YouTube. I know. And it's uncensored. And it's disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's natural. That's gross. It. Have I ever shown you that one? Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to show you. That's no. just like a rite of passage of being friends with me. That's not a rite of passage. That's We're punishment. We're not real friends if I've never showed you a birthing video. That's punishment. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. That's punishment. I've seen a cow being born. Well, That's punishment enough. If you're my real friend, you would have seen a birthing video from me. So friendship is derived on me watching another human come out of another human. It's a natural thing. It's been around for literally the whole entire mammal existence. Can I just wait till it's our turn to actually have that experience and then that'll be my first time no, watching? No, you need to be used to it because what if you were the one, that lame husband that passes out in the hospital bedroom? You need to be like preparing to prep yourself. Hockey's easier. Nah. So? He's not gonna be in that room? Why not? <laughs> you catch yeah. me and then he's like, ah, right, you take you take a break. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. That's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. Oh so, yeah, if you're a friend of mine from high school, you would have seen a birthing video from All right. We'll watch a birthing video this weekend. Or okay. Really I hope it's still up on YouTube. Yeah, with I the new know. guidelines, uh, anything's still on YouTube nowadays. That's true, but, yeah, she's iconic. I'm sure you she's still have it downloaded somewhere in your phone. Yeah, this girl on YouTube forget the name of of her youtube but she um squatted down in her bathroom and <laughs> like the baby's head was out she was just squatting in her bathroom no anesthesia no nothing that's how women should be <laughs> that looks painful <laughs> women are used to epidurals and all that no no i believe in epidural explain an epidural to me because it's still kind of foreign to me exactly like what is an epidural because i see a lot of people screaming for it on tv i don't exactly know what it is but i just know that they insert a big needle like how big are we talking like depending on how big you are actually i don't know i i, I honestly don't know we didn't learn about that in nursing school for me, for my nursing school at least, but... Um, you're not an OBGYN, I don't think. Well, when you're like an RN, I guess you learn about that, but we didn't, I didn't get to that part, so... <laughs> I didn't get to that part, but I just know they use a big needle and they go into your spine to basically temporarily numb oh, the bottom half of your body. So they use that same... I've heard you could still feel the pressure... Yeah, you can. Of giving birth, you just don't feel the pain. Right. You get epidural for a lot of things, too. A lot of people get epidural for, like, chronic pain and and uh, other things, so. I'm not medically fluent, so I'm still trying to learn this stuff. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not pilot, I'm not aviation fluent, so. But it's easier to learn than medical. It is. No, it's not. You be talking a different language sometimes. And y'all be having words that don't make sense on the back of capsules. But you know what it is. It's called a medical term. Exactly. Yeah. 
easier to understand anybody, than aviation. Anybody. I I think that's I well, think that's Well, you can spot easier. a plane flying over the air and you can name what it is. Yeah. I can't do that. You've learned. Nah. You've done I it. I can't be like, oh, that's a seven five seven three hundred AF. AF. I don't know. <laughs> That's what you'd be saying. That's what it sounds like to me. Sounds like to me. <laughs> oh god. Are we going on a tangent? I think so. Yeah. But it's a good well, one. It starts with childbirth. And that's what friends need to have. Tangents. Ta- childbirth? No, tangents. Oh. I th- friends that have childbirth. That's, that's what you just said. No, I think that's what friends need to have. Tangents. <laughs> I said that's what friends need to have childbirth no i said you said tangents and i was like yeah 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 those of you listening what did i say you could play it back <laughs> friends that had childbirth that's crazy how you friends you having a kid well you know we're growing up i still feel like when somebody has a baby i still feel like like i should title on their parents or something like why i still feel like we're 16 and pregnant out here but really, it's such an appropriate age to have a baby now. <laughs> now that not worth like, most of us are like twenty four, twenty five. No, it's we really think about it. It's like a lot of people you know nowadays have kids. Yeah, like oh, we're actually like adults. We see you on Facebook and you're like, damn, she's pregnant again. But it's actually normal. <laughs> That's what people do. <laughs> people get married. People get. You know, engaged. Oh, yeah. All the engagements I've seen so far, I'm like, yo, these people are getting old. What's going on? But it's such an... like. It's appropriate, but... If my friends were to have a baby right now, I'd be like, okay. Like, it's not weird. It's It's not. not. (laughs) It's just... When people I know have babies, and I was... When I was living back in Toronto, it was just like, why? (laughs) Like, why would you do this to yourself? You're not ready. But then again, Toronto is a different state of mind. Yeah, well, yeah, everybody's growing up and... The kids are like a million dollars. If you have a baby and you're living in Toronto, but you don't have a security... Formula is $65, or $40 to $80, apparently. Yeah. Formula. And, and you that you need that to feed your child. And, and you can't even get child Tylenol or Benadryl And they do that monthly. Right. Or depending on how much your kid eats. Right. You better wish that you could breastfeed mm-hmm. so that that's things free but well, you better hope you're producing <laughs> i think we watch too many youtube family vlogs <laughs> no like yeah it's expensive it is wipes diapers formula formula bottles yeah i don't i understand clothes. why people don't want to have kids yeah it's expensive it's expensive it's i mean obviously it's rewarding yeah to have children you just don't have any sleep for the first year it is expensive. And you lose all your sleep. I don't sleep. know how people out here do it. I don't know either. Like, it. <laughs> Credit to them, but at the same time, it's like, man, I feel so sorry for you for the first, like, six weeks. <laughs> but you know what? Yeah. Kudos to all the parents out there. That's hard work. Mm-hmm. That's hard work. It's a job in work. itself. Yeah. And they don't prepare you for that in high school. No, they don't. Yeah. Why would they? We didn't really learn anything Valuable. Valuable about being an adult in high school. But they don't want to teach you that. You're going to be a slave to the industry. You didn't learn about anything. Like, imagine if like, you did Like, what the hell learn. is an RRSP? Like, imagine, I just know it's good for you. Imagine if you learned the value of a credit score when you were, like, 12. 
Yeah. You know how much different the world would be if you learned that before you turn 18? Mm-hmm. Trust me. There'll be a lot less debt. Because they always pre- preach like college is supposed to be this next big thing in your life. When really half the jobs that are out here that actually make money, you don't need it. There's people out there that fake their resume. They can get any job they want. There's people out there it's that have all about fake degrees. It. It's all about faking it. Yeah. It's all about faking it till you make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can be whoever you want. Be delusional. That's <laughs> a, and that in its own self is like, it's crazy. I remember you were, we were talking about that story before. The nurses had the fake degrees. Yeah. And they're like all over the states. And we're like, that's people's lives. That's, a, yeah, no. I wouldn't go that far. That's just reckless. Like that's just like, that's borderline attempted murder. <laughs> like I remember a story me and my friend David were talking about where there was like fake pilots in the Middle East with like fake licenses. Yeah, you told me about that. And one of them flew for almost 50 years. Yeah. Didn't get caught till after he retired. So and did I'm he like, go to jail? No, you can't. What are you going to do? He didn't crash. Yeah, that's true. He didn't kill find. nobody. He didn't kill yeah. no one. He was always on time. He landed the planes properly. There was no damage, no reports, no nothing. He was like squeaky clean. So I think maybe the Florida nurses are going to get away with it. Doubt it. Unless they killed anybody. From what I've heard in that story, they're not going to because they found the person that orchestrated it. So all they need now is the list of names, which is going to come from the school. So they're pretty much screwed. There's probably strain on like finding nurses because it's so short-staffed now. Yeah, because the government won't actually treat it as an actual respectable yeah. job. It's essential, but then at what cost is that essential then i don't know when it's it's hard out there it is there you got nurses working 16 hour shifts multiple days in a row and Mm -hmm. it's so unsafe and when you really think about it, it's actually very depressing because you do all that work for what yeah all right let's get out of the depressing topic (laughs) don't you feel like as you're getting older you have such a small group of friends i don't see a problem with it no that's not what i'm saying there's (laughs) no problem with that but like when you're younger it's all about oh let's get together with everybody right let's have every i remember when we were younger we would go on movie dates not movie dates but movie nights we'd all go to move to the movies like after school Mm -hmm. and there'd be like 12 of us just walking around the mall until like the movie was gonna start right like that was just normal being i guess like when you're in school it's you're more exposed to people than you are well it also depends on your high school like if you go to a a school where there's like a big population they're guaranteed to have like a big group of friends Mm -hmm. or at least know a big group of people so you don't have to be friends with them but at least you know them to the point where it's like acquaintances yeah Whereas, like, you go to a small school, you're going to know everybody. So, it's mm-hmm. like, what do you really do at that point? Like, I went to a medium-sized school. So, like, I went to... You went to a pretty big school. Our graduating class was 300, though. That's a big That's a big school. Really? Yeah, because my graduating class was only, like, 35 people. I know high schools, the graduating class was, like, over 1,000. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mine was only 35 people. Really? Yeah. Oh, because you went to private school with your bougie ass. Well, I ain't bougie. I was poor. <laughs> what was you talking about? <laughs> I was poor. <laughs> People thought we was rich. And I was like, if I didn't go to this school, hell yeah, but no. Make it till you make it. <laughs> if I didn't go to this private school, my mother and I talk about that all the time. 
it's like if we if I didn't go to that private school, me and my sister, we would have had so much more than what we had. Even though we had a lot already as it is, but like it wouldn't have been So like my school was only thirty five kids graduated. Yeah. So it's small. But everyone knows each other. So your friend group was already small to begin with. So I kind of had the advantage just a little. But private school, and just as a little hint to all you out there, private school does not mean anything different from public. It really doesn't. I paid an extra amount of money just to pray and eat vegetarian food. But you're not supposed to, yeah, you're not supposed to pay for high school. But that's the, it wasn't even just high school. It was elementary all the way to Why? high school. Why? That's, that's the, crazy to me. That's private school. You're wearing a uniform just to... But you learn the same things as... Literally the same things. Like, literally the same things. It's no different. Like, I feel like I got cheated. You probably did. Yeah. Because they promised us a whole new facility. That's a whole other story in itself. It's a whole other (laughs) story. I could rant for an hour about that place. So, yeah, like, I feel like (laughs) I had, like, the randomest people have been to my house. Like, literally. Maybe it was random. Like, ra- not random, but, you know, your friends at the time. But now it's like, damn, I really don't talk to those people no more. Oh, the people that have been here that haven't been here in a minute. My house used to be the dwelling place. Like, all my friends know this. Like, because I am really close to, like, it was easy to get to my house. And, yeah, like, after school, you just end up, somehow we just end up at my house. And it was just always chill. Even in high school, like, it was less and less hangouts at my house. And then after high school, especially, everybody goes on their separate ways. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing, like, bad blood or anything. You just grow do your own thing. You just grow apart. Everyone does different things. Everybody moved on. And mm-hmm. you always, I always had my, like, very close people right. to me, though. But I think, like, I only learned how to make friends through my friends. Does that make sense? No, it does. It really does. I'm not the most... I'm trying to be better at it, but I'm not the most... Sociable. Social person. Um, Once, I think that's just my personality. Once I warm up to somebody, that's when I'll open up. And that usually comes... You're very reserved. At first. Which is how you're supposed to be, to be honest. Some people are just natural social butterflies. Like, a lot of my friends are. And, you know, I meet other people through them sometimes. Mm-hmm. Other than, like, people I, I work with. And even in school, like, all my nursing school friends, we're all doing different things now. If you're a nurse, you know, like, and you have a friend that's a nurse that works in a different place, you know you'll never see them. <laughs> you just There's just that common understanding. You'll never see your nursing friends unless you're intentionally planning something. Right. Like three months ahead or something. This is, what, this is why I say my field is a little bit different than yours. Because people that I went to school with for aviation, we're all going to see each other at some point. Yeah. You're always going to run into them, no matter what it is, whether it's socials or working, period. Like, the amount of times you'll fly around and you'll run into them at the airport, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, where are you going? Yeah, well, 
and yeah I a lot of my friends from nursing school are, are doing a lot of different things now so it's really hard to make go out there and make friends it is well it's for me true. at least I I meet all my friends from my friends or from work I just yeah it's hard for most, me I, it's hard most of my friends I do meet at work or from college mm -hmm. I don't really make friends some people easy. are just like that some people are just it's so easy for them to make friends and I wish I was that person I'm kind of glad I'm not that person why <laughs> I don't know the pandemic really ruined that for me in a sense because that and other things but like it's more I don't know I really just started valuing time to myself to the point where I'm just very comfortable being alone yeah, the pandemic really, you had to, like, be able to be comfortable right. with being by yourself because that's all you had but yeah, the I was pandemic. Still, I still talk to people. I still reach out to people, but it started getting more, I got very selective. Hmm. I got very selective with who I communicated with. Yeah. For some reasons, good and bad, but, like, it's good to have a solid group of friends. Right. Which isn't a bad thing. A solid core mm -hmm. is what's always needed. Like, you should always have a solid core of people. Yeah. But then, you know, my friends are... My friends that I've been friends with... How many times did I just say friends? <laughs> like six My times. friends have been my friends since I was, like, in junior high. Right. So I wonder if it's like, you know, obviously I still, we're very close still, but sometimes as you grow up, you develop different interests, different styles, and I wonder if like there's anybody out there that has similar interests as me, right? or has a similar personality as me where I'm not, I'm not not friendly, but I'm just... Not outgoing in the beginning. Which is fair. Yeah. And I then, can... like, you know, my personality will start to show the more I get to know you. It's kind of like dipping your toes in first. That's me when I meet people. But, I don't know. So you've held those rela those relationships from, like, a long time. Mm-hmm. Pandemic, I realized that my priorities were not lining up with people. And a lot of those people were from high school and before. Mm -hmm. And I had to, like, really just stop, essentially. It's not a cutoff. It's more, I need to really focus on this. And those that are actually, like, within the same realm, I've maintained contact with them. But then, really, anyone who I've met in college and at work... I really feel more connected with them because they have a more understanding of where I'm trying to go. So yours is different because you met new people along the way. Right. And that you've gotten closer with. Mm -hmm. I've met people as I was growing up, but I like, it's not that nobody stuck around, but it's just like, it's two different of paths, I guess, in life. In a way. So it's not like... Like, I've definitely met friends um, outside of high school 
and stuff that I still talk to that I'm still like you know close with outside of high school or college but yeah no I, I I don't know why I expected to have like a lot of friends at this age a lot of people do like for me I would say it came down to people that took me serious I didn't really just think of me as like, oh, he's just there. Oh, he's an afterthought. Oh, he's a punchline. Well, I think for you, love, your environment was not good. <laughs> well, it wasn't. Yeah. So not the outcome of that is that. Bad, but the people that I would say, like, for example, most of my friends from the States, I would say those are like people I would say are mm -hmm. close connected with. People that I've met in aviation. People that I've met from work. So everyone past high school that I've met has played some impact in my life in a positive way. Mm -hmm. But people from before, it's like, you know, it's different, I would say. And that's, that's more of that's more my personal mm. upbringing kind of thing. So it's more like I've realized my priorities are here. Or you've just related to those people more. That too. And it's not it, to throw any shade on nobody. Just like, just being honest at this point. It doesn't mean every friendship you make will be like your lifelong connection, soul sister type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, but I feel like, yeah. I think I had this some sort of expectation that I was going to be... You know, I was going to have a lot of friends, gatherings, because that's just how I, it was when I was younger. Like, my house was the gathering place well, the for a lot of my friends. We all hung out at my house. So I kind of had that expectation that it's going to be like that when we're adults. Once we're married, it's going to be even an even bigger group. And all the kids are going to hang out at my house in the future. So I had a sort of that expectation, but growing older, your circle just goes smaller and smaller, mm -hmm. like, and smaller. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't know why <laughs> everyone just, you know, is in a different life path. I guess. My my can't take it personally. My mom and I were talking about this the other day. She was more. When you get into a relationship your friend group is going to get smaller. When you get married, that's when your friend group really begins to, like, shrink. Mm. Because your partner becomes your best friend. And then all your friends you had before, you can't look at them the same way as when you were just dating or if you were in, in like, the fiancé stage versus marriage. Because now it's like, now you're at a whole different tier. And I've heard this from other, like, married couples through other podcasts where they talk about you know my best friend we used to go out every weekend now we go out probably like once every three months because your priorities change now it's like your friends will always be, if they're understanding they'll that's fine mm -hmm. but that's when you start to really see like people's i wouldn't say true colors but more mm -hmm. their real identities when it comes to like how they view your relationship essentially because if they can't respect the fact that you are putting your partner first then it's like well what are your priorities about this when it comes to your relationship if you should have one oh, it's a very that doesn't really matter it's a really in-depth topic essentially because my mom and i were going back and forth about it yeah but we came to an agreement where it's that you know end of the day your life is going to change once you're married 
And then when you have kids, it definitely changes. Because mm-hmm. now, instead of you having your own friends, your kids' friends' parents become more of your friends, whether you like it or not, so or all, acquaintances. So it goes back to you're with the people who you relate to at that time of your life. Exactly. Yeah, because everybody changes, everybody, yeah. I wonder, I wonder if a lot of people feel the same way, where it's, you don't have to have a big community, but, you know, you, it, coming from a Filipino family, it's like, it's a lot of people all the time. Right. And it's nice to have that little community, because you always feel like you have somebody. I think North American culture and social media made that very different. Yeah. It made that very different for people, especially when you come from a culture where yeah. everyone's always together. To where North America, where everyone's just kind of on their own. I feel like I'm always friendly to everybody. Yeah, because you're a caring person. And I never want any beef with anybody. Because you have a caring heart. Thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, love. <laughs> but yeah, I don't. It's like that saying, "Jack of all trades, master of none." Mm-hmm. It's like you, you're friends with you're friends with everybody, but you're not friends friends with everybody. Right. Which you know. Selfishly, I want to be like that girl that has all the friends and knows everybody that goes to girls' nights, girls' trips, you know, all that. But at the same time, I just don't feel like I have the, the introvert comes out in me when, it, you start to, when it's time to socialize. You start to miss that, oh, I could just be at home yeah. watching or, the show. When it's time to socialize, my social battery just goes down. Oh, trust me. Just... When it's, like, literally that time to, like, hang out with people, I'm kind of like, all right, I'm always looking at my phone, looking at my watch, and I'm just like, I'm ready to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is hard. When I was in high school, there was a point in my There was a point, I remember it was my senior year, where I was walking home from school. And I, for some reason, just thought, I have too many, I know too much people. Whoa, I didn't have that problem. It was more... I knew too much people. Mr. This, popular? No. I was not popular. It's okay. Just, we get it. You were popular. I was, not, I was a nerd. Thank you very much. Point of the matter is that when I got, during the pandemic, it really started to like show itself to me essentially, or it was like I knew too much people. Either that or I just became really private. So like I would stop being active on social media. I would stop being, you know, a face in public. I started just being more. You know, if you want to see what I'm doing, you're going to have to see me behind closed doors. Because it's like, I really just did not want to be a public figure. You're popular over here. No, I just didn't feel like, like, there was a point, I didn't You're like, paparazzi, no pictures, please. I guess. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I didn't post on Instagram for a year. And a lot of people got mad about that, because they're like, yo, like, you're you're a hermit. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm working and paying bills. Why Why is everybody concerned that you're not posting on Instagram? That's so... I guess that's kind of that's not the first time I've heard of it. Like especially where you're, where you were in Toronto, it's all about like where image. you at, where are you, where image. are you gonna be seen at? Image and what you got. That's literally what, what Toronto you have. Is. What do you have on? Where are you gonna be seen at? Yeah, and that start <laughs> and that started honestly getting annoying. It was starting to really get annoying. So yeah, that's weird that people are really on you like that. It happens, but it's mostly like. They phrase it as they care about your well-being. No. 
it, it didn't feel like that. Because if you're my friend and you understand that this is my priority, you wouldn't be worried about where I am. You would understand, like, hey, he's either at work or he's in bed. I have nowhere else to be. So, like, that's where I started to really pull myself back and look at, like, who's really my friend? Like, who really understands my priorities as an adult? I get we all want to hang out, we want to go get food, go to the best party, go to a concert, all that stuff, go on trips. When I started traveling by myself, especially, that's where I really, like, started, like, thinking about that kind of stuff. I would think about who do I want to, like, travel with, who I want to share this experience with. And I know it won't end in, like, some kind of Miami trip drama or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where that kind of thinking really brought it back to me. So it's like... You can have a lot of friends. Great. Who's your core group of friends? And then once you have your core group of friends, it should be a core group of friends that you want to share those experiences with. I can count that group of friends with like one hand. (laughs) Which is a core group. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) She's just like, man, you just, you think too much. (laughs) Yeah. Like me that wants to make friends and you, you're like, I got, I've had enough. I've had enough with these people. People know me. I'm, me, I'm like, I want to, I want to, like, make friends. I want to not make, like, best friends. Like, we don't have to be together every day. Right. But, you know, it's nice to have, like, a person for every occasion. Mm-hmm. People know me. <laughs> Give me a computer in a room with endless liquid, and I'm good. <laughs> I feel like it's just about... Make taking that. Maybe making friends is just about taking that first step. Like maybe I have to be the one to reach out first, right. which I hate doing. Everyone hates doing it. I am way too like. Everyone maybe wants I'm to be, a little bit prideful. You want to be waited on. That's why. You want to have somebody come out. You want to be chased. It's the, well, it's the same thing when it came when it came to us when we had our first conversation. Said you want to be pursued. Maybe. In a way, you want friends to pursue you. You want to be the one that's like, I want to be friends with her. Whereas you want to be, whereas in your case, you're thinking, maybe I have to be the one to say, I want to be friends with them. You know? Exactly. I have, maybe that's just the first step in doing it is just reaching out, saying, hey. Right. It's so easy to do that now. You can just message, message somebody on Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, I'll take a, a good examples like when we were at the mall, and yeah. the Aritzia girl, you and her were yapping it up like it well, was. Well, I think nothing. she was just trying to get my commission. I my mean, coin. At some point, it, but, lo- it looked like y'all was cordial. See, I can pick it up like that, but I'm not the one to be like, "Do you want to hang out?" <laughs> like I'm way too shy and way too overthinking about. I would be overthinking about. What did I just say? I just embarrassed myself. What's this person thinking about me? Like, oh my yeah. god, are they gonna go talk to their it's friends like, about me? It's like, it's like, like I'm weirdo. thinking about like our future together or something. Right. And I just had a conversation with them. You're like, I just want to go get pizza. I, I'm not here overthinking that we're gonna get married or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's the thing. But like, you're my best friend. So anyway, you're my best friend. Well, thank you. It's because so, we hang out together like every day. I mean, you have I'm, no choice. I'm not a poke. Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I said you have no choice. Wow. Ouch. You're stuck with me. 
What do you mean, ouch? You're saying like it's painful to be with me. No, you're saying like I have no, like I can make no friends. <laughs> I want to see you make a friend right now. Where's my phone at? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't like spending every day with you. You know. And other times you do, you go hang out with your friends. I'm just at home. I'm because like, all your friends are like in different parts of the world. I know my friends are all over the place. <laughs> Tell them to come. That's the thing. Airfare's not cheap. Hmm? Airfare's not cheap. No, it's not, babes. Like, if we really have to get into a topic about Canada and this economic state, it would make sense why it's hard to see people. So, yeah, maybe I gotta slide into that DM first. Hey, careful how you say that. No, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, like... I don't know, sometimes... I don't know, I feel like I sound like a lonely-ass be over here so my friends are always busy yeah and i'm always busy well, so you, what do we do at this point <laughs> you gotta find the time i know but like i problem. have friends that like not friends but like i have some friends that if they're not friends what are they <laughs> <laughs> there are my friends i have some friends that asked me to go out and um do some new things and I'm just way too tired sometimes yeah cause you work a full time job and yeah. that's the difference with and priorities and I think it takes a lot of energy to socialize it does it's, it's a lot it's of brain capacity it's a lot of energy and it's a lot of sometimes I overthink myself out of it that's I'm a just lot like, of brain capacity well if I have to go out and do dinner I have to get ready and I have to Make sure my outfit's right. I have to make sure I have the right outfit, the right makeup, the right hair. And she's like, you're just going out with my friend. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I overthink about those things. <laughs> Meanwhile, staying home is just like, I could just lay in bed. Literally. And Just wear whatever I want. Exactly. So, it takes a lot of energy. It is a lot of energy. Maybe, a lot yeah. of planning. Yeah. And by the time you do all that planning, I'm you're just like, I'm manifesting some of that energy, though. I think networking and socializing is good, and it's networking is actually vital. It is. If you want to be successful, it's vital. It is. It's you never know vital. who you're going to meet and what kind of things they have on their back or what kind of skills they have, what kind of connections they have as well. So I think networking and socializing is very important but you just gotta break out of that shell and that's that's the hard part that's the hard part stepping out of your comfort zone yeah that's for sure but once you do it's it gets easier it's just you have to do that first step like it's, i think it's getting over that embarrassment or that anxiety. fear of embarrassment fear of rejection mm-hmm that's the hardest part. That's right. a whole mental game right there. But it's also, like, making friends as an adult, you have to remember, like, it's also remembering they have lives, too. That's true. I'm not, you mean I'm not the main character? Unfortunately, you can't be the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No yes. one can really be the main character as an adult anymore. No, I was just kidding. Sometimes you don't realize there's other people who live different. You're so right, babe. 
you have to consider people's lives because like some people <laughs> just have it like easier. Like we have to give an example. There's people who they don't work full time jobs. They have their own businesses, so they have a lot of open time on their hands. You have people. Must be nice. You have people that work full time jobs, but they have families to go home to. Like, yeah. They have kids. Yeah. They have people that have full time jobs. They go home to literally exactly. just them, them, just themselves. Not every yeah. Or they go home to a pet, which is essentially a child. So like, people have lives. People have different hobbies that they're going to want to introduce you to the same way that you're going to introduce them to yours. Mm. You know, you have to break a lot of ice to, like, start bonding those characters together. And the other thing, too, is, like, you have to be open to wanting to break that ice. Because you could tell someone, hey, let's go hang out, great, and you both just sit there on your phones. Mm -hmm. Or you could be like, hey, let's... uh, Let's go to a movie. Well, that's not social. You're just sitting there looking at a screen. Then what I find that I relate to the most with like most of my friends are most of my friends are girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can count probably with one hand how many guy friends I have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's talking about guys. <laughs> so I relate to you know just making fun of it and Talking about girl stuff. I love talking about girl stuff. You do. <laughs> you do. Yeah, I love being a girl. Being a girl is great. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, until childbirth. <laughs> Till then. That's probably top. Why am I knocking childbirth so much? <laughs> I know. You don't have to go through it. Stop knocking it. No, it's that family episode when Stewie had a kid. I was like, oh, God. Wait till you see my birthing video. <laughs> and not I, she doesn't mean like her actual. Not like, my birth. Nah, I ain't got no kids yet. Yeah. No, Wait till you see the birthing video that I show you. I'm not ready for that. I'm really not ready for that at all. <laughs> it's okay. Maybe I'll. It's called exposure therapy. <laughs> you tried that with sharks and it was not working. <laughs> No, I didn't. Did, yeah, with did. you? Yeah. Oops. It didn't work. When? We went to Mexico. Not okay. this recent trip. The first one. Oh, and you had to go in the ocean? Yeah. And you were like sending... This is before. You were like sending me random pictures of sharks when I wasn't ready. And I was just like... What? Exposure therapy, it works. It ain't gonna work on me. I wish all sharks would just disappear. <laughs> hey, don't say that. What? Sharks are nice. No, they're not. No, they are. Did you know that sharks are more afraid of humans? That's what everyone says. I don't see that. Well, that's that's true. Then again, I'm big. I'm like a seal. So the are here to come after and kill me. They're like, damn. You look like a snack. Yeah, I'm black and I'm big. I'm a seal, literally. So they're going to come <laughs> after me. <laughs> I'm a dark object in the, the water. You just need the whiskers. That's the thing. I'm a dark object in the water. Just grow my mustache out. They'll probably eat me for sure. Damn. <laughs> well, don't wish that upon yourself. No, I'm not going in the water. Even though I've been in the sea, like, how many times already? But I don't know. I think you, like, you're allergic to water every time you're out in the water. I can swim. I know, but... Remember those times you've been on the boat? Both times, you were feeling off. 
No, that was just the food. <laughs> I guess. That was that was something But you get That was something on the resort. That was something on the resort. Not mm. really. The sec the yacht we were fine. No, you were well, not no, that fine. Was, that was from the resort. That wasn't because of the boat. That was from oh. the, that was from the hotel. I don't know what they put in the food that day that really no, messed right. me up, but Well, cheers to making friends, hopefully. Hopefully. I just want to host parties. You will. I just want to, like, have those pajama parties in my future home. I'm manifesting that. <laughs> it just seems like so much fun, but maybe it's a lot of work, and maybe I have to put in that work. Yeah, you got to put in That's with anything in life, I guess. You got to set the space. Put in work. Pretty much. Me, I'm just like, I'm cool. I'm, I'm determined to be the hostess. You really want to be the hostess. I want to be the hostess. <laughs> I wonder who's footing the bill. <laughs> I wonder who's footing the bill for all these hostings you're planning to do. Why are you looking at me? Well, you're the one that's around me, so... This is the life you signed up for. I'm just going to be a host and a stay-at-home mom. That's the dream life right there. Yeah, I'm the one that's going to be going to work. (laughs) Just don't be mad when I'm the one sitting on a beach in Hawaii. On a layover. Yep. And while you're home, hearing, (laughs) just running in the background, I'm just like, what is going on over there? (laughs) We'll see. Let's get back to this conversation. Mm. Five years from now. Yeah. Five years. For real? Yeah. What? I'll be 34. Good lord. <laughs> I'll be 30. Oh. Aren't you lucky? Damn, five years till I'm 30. Try, t- try two. Try next year. Hey. <laughs> you turn 30 next year. No. Yeah. You're turning 29 this year. That's crazy. I'm not ready for that. You're a late baby, you said. I'm not ready for that. I'm actually scared. Like, I'm actually afraid of turning 30. (laughs) You should be a pre... You should be happy to turn 30. No, I'm scared. 30 means wisdom. 30 means more money. I hope so. 30 means more wisdom, more freedom. You've learned all the things you've had to learn already in your early 20s and in your 20s. I'm repeating myself. Hmm. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I'm just going to cut it right there because you're like, I'm repeating myself. Just, we're just going to stop. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I don't know what I'm saying. Well, let's, should we dive into, like, one more quick topic What's before that? we cut it out? Sure. Wow, you're in a situation of marriage and still have your friends. Like, what are things that you would want to do, per se? Like, party planning, trips, all that stuff. Yeah. Oh, definitely travel. And I feel like it'd be more fun traveling with, like, another married couple, you know, like, once we're married. We're not married yet. Yeah, eventually. Traveling and hosting all, like, the milestone parties, I feel like would be so fun. Like, you know, bridal shower, baby shower, Super Bowls. I want to host Super Bowls. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) 
That is a You're lot of work. You're not gonna do all the work. I'll do all the work. No, it's not even like it's just work. It's more like... I just don't like to socialize. No, I do. It's just all-star weekend parties, I'll definitely do that. Like, all-star Saturday night. Everyone come out, watch the dunk contest, three-point, all that. Football gets intense, especially when it's like your team playing. You, you saw me watching the Super Bowl. That was, even though... The game was rigged, just to let y'all know. But you saw me during that game. That game was rigged. If we have to get into the details of that, I'm just going to say this. You don't stop the game three times, giving them a chance to challenge, and then you don't score. That's what LeBron said. LeBron said it was rigged. I leave him, obviously, because he plays basketball. No, but his game's rigged. (laughs) If you watch the Super Bowl, rewatch that whole third quarter and tell me that that was not suspect where you stopped the game three times. Tell me that wasn't suspect. Anyways. A touchdown is six points. Yeah. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to Seattle next year to see the Eagles play the Seahawks, just to let you know. So, but Super Bowl, it gets really intense, especially if it's your team playing, because I know my team will be there again. So, mind hosting it? Know that it's going to be loud. It's going to be yada yelling. That's what I want. A lot of aggression. I want that. (laughs) I always just—it just seems like such a fun time. It's fun. Christmas parties would be a lot of fun. Yeah, Christmas parties, Thanksgiving. See, I want that all in like my house. Mm-hmm. So, my future home. Custom knows. Who knows what the future holds when it comes to housing in this Canadian market? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking into existence. Yeah, Trudeau really did a number. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> we're not getting into politics i'm just saying but yeah i could agree with all those events especially when it's like if you have that friend group that you know will come through for them yeah then great might be a lot of pilot friends come to that or too. i could just have my three friends and i'll do all those parties and they'll just have to come every single time my three four probably like 10 friends in total <laughs> I say twelve that I have, including their their boyfriends and husbands and girlfriends, wives, <laughs> wives. So I'll say you have like at least a solid twelve that will show up. Probably. Me, probably maybe like ten pilots. If I bribe them, ten pilots and their partners. If I bribe them up. with food or something, they'll come for food. I'm cooking. <laughs> All right. Yeah, probably a good place to end it off. Yeah. Quick episode to the point. Like it. Great. We're going to open up the floor for Q&A, though. We're going to post that on the Instagram page. Yes. If you're not following the Data Online Podcast Instagram page, it'll be tagged in this episode in the description. But uh, a poll, not a poll, a Q&A section, you can send us your questions. Yeah. And they'll be listed and we'll answer them in a segment on the next episode. Absolutely. That's a good idea, though. No toxic questions, please. <laughs> Tox- I mean, why not? <laughs> We need to make this a little spicier. I'm just trying to avoid it. Well, okay. If you want to send a toxic question, fine. But <laughs> you don't get a very honest answer, just to let you know. <laughs> In our opinion. I got a pretty dark opinion, just to let you know. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, can't wait for that. Well, it's been me, Jordy. And Ariel. It's been the Date Night In Podcast, episode we'll two. see you next time. See you next week. Next Sunday. At 12. P.M. P.M. Mountain time. Mountain time. Yeah.
live up in the tundra, you know. <laughs> Summer can't come faster. Anyways, we'll see y'all next.